Good evening. And as always, I want to thank you for uh, taking time out of your busy schedule, whether it uh, is live or you're watching later or if you listen to the podcast. Uh, I appreciate you taking 10, 12 minutes uh, out of your day to uh, hear what uh, the Word of God says. Uh, I hope that you don't uh, listen for, for my insights, uh, because I, I don't have any. <laughs> uh, it's the Bible that, that is our hope that talks about Jesus. It's the Bible that gives us the answers to the overwhelming problems that we face. It's the Bible that really sheds light in our life in those areas that are messed up or have caused us great difficulty. And so we looked last night about how they had showed that they loved Paul and he appreciated that. And that even if we don't have opportunities, we ought to be looking for ways to show people that we love them especially those who are um, making a difference for the kingdom of God. That's very important because we don't know what other people are going through and the challenges that they face. And so as we minister to other people uh, and we look for ways to minister to other people, whether in our own homes or in our lives, uh, we are hopefully encouraging other people. And so we looked at that. And so, but Paul says, I, I appreciate it, but don't think that I am doing what I'm doing because of that. Because he says in verse 12, I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You see, where a lot of people use this as a motivational verse to overcome the trials of life, and it is a good thing, what Paul says is, I want you to know that whether I have been shipwrecked, whether I have been beaten, whether I have been given a blessing like what this church had done, that God is enough. That he had found contentment in who Jesus is. Because Jesus was going to strengthen him, carry him, and take care of him. And so tonight I want to ask you that question. Are you really content with whatever God allows to come into your life? I want to stop and just let you think about that for a moment because the answer that most of us give is, oh, of course, all things work to the good, right? Romans 8, 28. But then I want to ask you, how much time do you spend complaining about the situations that you're in? How much time do you spend coveting what someone else has? How much time do you spend discouraged by the situation that you face. Now, I'm not saying a little of that is not normal for all of us, but Paul says, it doesn't matter what's going on, I know that the Lord is enough. 
I know, says, that the Lord will strengthen me. And so tonight, I really want to challenge you to go back and look at your day, to look at your prayer time, to look at the things that you are facing and say, have I thanked God for them or have I complained about them? Have I been thankful that God is with me in all of my difficulties? Or is it all about the difficulties being taken away? Because Paul goes on to say in verse 15, Now you Philippians know also, nevertheless, excuse me, 14, Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica you sent aid once and again for my necessity. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruits that abound to your account. Paul says when, I, when he started ministry, there was nobody helping him except for them. Everybody else had, had gotten distracted or everybody else had uh, pressing needs. And, and he says, you were it. But he says, I'm thankful not that I got the gift for me, but he says, I'm thankful that you had the privilege of giving because God will honor your gift. God will honor your gift. It says that it would abound on your account. You see, most of us understand the principle of tithing. We bring a 10% to the Lord, 10% to the church, to be used for the Lord's business. Now, a lot of people would say that's not in the New Testament. It is, actually, but I'm not going to go into that tonight. And they say, well, it, 10%, I, I've given my part. But what the Bible teaches us is that 10% is just the beginning. That's where we start. And then I've heard people say, well, I give 2% of my time and 2% of my money. And but that's not really what the Bible says. But what Paul says here is, if you are willing to give like they were willing to give, the Lord knows. And he says that the fruit that abounds to your account. Sometimes God doesn't replace your money with money when you give it. But when you give, whether it's of your time or money, the fruits that come from that are given to your account. Think of all the people who have faithfully given in churches over the years and they think, well, I paid the light bill or I paid the, the water bill. And no, 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 no. The souls that were saved, the lives that were changed, the hope that was given, that is being accredited to your account. You say, well, wow, I, 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 I've been thankful. We've seen lots of people saved. We've seen lots of lives changed. We've heard the word of God preached. Then yes, that is all being given to your account. Paul even says, indeed, I have all and abound and am full. Having received from Ephroditus the thing sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to my God. And my God shall supply all your needs according to the riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. I don't miss that. 
he says that their offering honored God. It was an offering like in the Old Testament that went up before God and pleased him. And because he was pleased, then he says, Paul says, God will supply all your needs, not according to your needs, but according to the bounty that God has. The Bible says that God owns everything. The Bible says that God is the maker of everything. And what he tells them is God will meet your needs based on who he is, not based on what you are. And that's a special thing. Think about salvation tonight. You and I were lost on our way to hell. We needed someone to forgive us. We need someone to take the punishment that we deserved. That was our need. And Jesus came. And he didn't just fulfill that need. He was perfect. He took the punishment that we deserve on the cross. But he also came back to life in the resurrection. And because he came alive in the resurrection, sin and death are conquered. One of these days we're going to get resurrected bodies that never wear out, that never grow old. Those are the above and beyond things that God does because of who he is. So tonight, trust him. Whether you're in a season of abundance, a season of, of drought, if you're blessed, be a blessing to others. Be generous and watch how God can bless you. As always, thank you for watching and I pray that the Lord will bless you and I look forward, Lord willing, to being with you tomorrow night.